Welcome to That's Awesome ID. My name is Leslie Early, and each week I will be speaking with a different guest and learning about one thing they think is awesome in the field of instructional design. Okay, today I am excited to have the instructional design manager for Versana and host of the Block Podcast, Heidi Kirby, here with me. Thanks for joining me, Heidi. Thank you for having me. I'm a big fan of the show. I'm a big fan of your show. And <laughs> uh, so I just want to clarify for listeners. So it's the Block Podcast, but this is an L&D podcast and Block stands for building, learning, and, and organization. organizational culture. Yes. Great. Okay. <laughs> so I just want to clarify that in case people yeah. want to look up the show afterwards. Um, and that's a big reason why I asked you to join me today. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about podcasting, specifically L&D podcasting. So I'm excited. Me too. Okay. So I guess the first question is, I mean, well, I can tell a little bit about myself, but I started instructional. That's awesome ID. Um, just because I was looking for a job and I wanted to get to know people in my network and I wanted to learn and just kind of, it gave me a reason to have conversations about instructional design with people and share some of what I learned with, you know, the listeners who get to listen and in on those conversations. So that's kind of why I started, but I'm curious as to why you jumped in and um, started your blog podcast. Yours is a very pure and wonderful reason. Mine was a little <laughs> bit more selfish. <laughs> so I had been an avid podcast listener mm. for probably about a year when I was like, I want to do this. You know, I, um, you know, growing up had done theater and musicals and recorded myself on one of those little tape cassettes with a microphone tons of times. And I was like, this is right up my alley. I want a podcast too. So it was two years ago, I was working for a large health insurance company and myself and another instructional designer went and pitched to like the VP of the company. Hey, we should do an internal podcast just to help, you know, it was a big organization and we wanted to help the different departments understand what the other departments did and kind of contribute to employee engagement and everything like that. And so he really started to kind of consider it because this was like right when podcasts were getting super popular. Mm -hmm. And then before we were able to actualize that, I moved on to my next position. And in my next role, I also pitched the idea, but I knew there was no business reason. So it was more of a joke. Like I want I want to do a podcast, mm -hmm. you know, and between having a toddler and going for my PhD, there was no time outside of work to really do it. Yeah. So when I started with Verasana, it all kind of fell into place and started to make sense because we are creating this learning product. And now there's kind of a reason because I'm like, okay, well, if we're trying to market this learning product to people in the field of L&D, we need some sort of like previous reputation. People mm -hmm. need to know who we are and, and what it is we're trying to do. And so I was like, you know, having a podcast would be a good way to market that and a good way to just have conversations around L&D to let people know that we know what we're talking about too, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I pitched the idea to my current boss and it was one of those things where you hear it once, but then you hear it a second time from someone totally different. And you're like, that's it. And so he listened to a podcast or he 
read an article or something that said a podcast was a really good way to market, like Mm -hmm. within the same week that I pitched it. Mm -hmm. And so the rest is history. And now I get paid to podcast. It's awesome. I get paid to talk to all of these great people in L and D and ask them about their experience. So that's kind of the big circle path that I took to get here. Yeah, but but you bring up a good point in that I've heard some, you know, I've heard out there on the internet and this is I don't I can't quote anybody on this, but like yeah. having a podcast is like the the new like writing your book, right? Like yeah. <laughs> like it's just like that thing where you kind it's kind of a way to again, like you said to market either for your company in your case or for myself, me, like I'm I'm I started of course to be able to have these conversations to, and to learn and to grow, but I'm not, I'm no dummy. Like I know that, you know, I know that there's sure. a marketing aspect to this. So it's yeah, like, of it gives me, um, it gives me a reason to be engaged in the community and be putting content out, like you said, to sort of, um, it's a, it's a branding tool. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, yeah, It's exactly. like your professional brand as much as it is. If you're, you know, for me, I'm repping my company too, but yeah. Yeah, so so I think that it's great, and I know that there's a lot of new um, podcasts like popping up every day in the L and D community. Whereas, like even this summer, there was like maybe one or two or three that I could think of off the top of my head. Yeah. But now it's kind of like growing, Absolutely. which is awesome. Um, and I think there's room for everybody, right? Like, of course, each new one is a little bit different, so it's not like you're hearing the same thing over and over. Like, and that's what's great about it. Yeah. And I also like the interview format because even if it's the same subject matter, you're, you're hearing the subject material, but you're also hearing whoever's having the conversation. You're hearing yeah. their unique perspective and their unique experience that they're bringing yeah. to the table. So sure. in some ways by hearing and participating in these conversations, obviously, but for listeners to listen, they're getting all of that, like, I don't even know what to call it, like micro data, like, like these micro yeah. experiences that they're sort of taking in that you wouldn't get. Um, I mean, it would take a lot longer to get sure. that in person, right? <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. And for every different listener, they're probably picking up different pieces and parts of what they're hearing, which is really nice. And then they can take, you know, whatever it is that they took away from that particular podcast and apply it to their own work. Yeah. So I, I really love it. And I think you made a good point that there is room to grow, which is why we're sort of here is because I've had a lot of listeners um, approach me and ask me about my process for how, why I started, how I started. We sort of already talked about the why, but, um, and it's sort of hard to condense like the process. I mean, if I think about it, it is simple in some ways, but in some ways not, but I'm just curious, like, how did you get started? Like, or, or, I guess let's start with that question first. Like how, how did you get started? Like what, what's your process? So my number one tip for everybody is to type into Google how to start a podcast, right? Right. (laughs) That's all like the step-by-step how to guides. And like one thing, one big thing I didn't know, like, I just thought like, Oh, you go record a podcast and put it on your website you have to have a hosting platform. Mm-hmm. And so I use Buzzsprout. I'm not sure what you use. I don't want to plug any particular company. I just mm-hmm. want everybody to know what's out there. But I like Buzzsprout because 
not only do they have a hosting platform, but they have, they have a podcast about podcasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have all these guides and how to's, um, whether you use their platform or not of how to get started. Um, but really for me, that wasn't, that was just like one of the obstacles, right? The mm-hmm. other obstacle was I wanted to start a podcast for so long that when it became time, it was like, okay, now what? Who am I going to have on this? What's it going to be like? What's how am I going to narrow the focus? And I think that's really important too. Is that I wanted it to be about L and D in organizations as a whole, mm-hmm. and how to bring learning and development to the forefront of organizations. So whether that be through hiring, through the design work, whatever. That was kind of how I how I framed it and structured it. Um, the name came later and the name was like a group effort Mm -hmm. (laughs) with some friends asking, um, you know, the logo was a group effort, you know, all those little things that are kind of important, but can be done with the help of others. Mm -hmm. Um, but really, um, the other thing that I did that I think is really important was I kind of created a wish list of people in my network who I wanted to interview for Mm -hmm. the podcast and like, a big tip would be to have like tons of people because people's schedules are crazy. And before you know it, you're like, Oh gosh, I have to release a new episode in a week and I have no one to talk to. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to plan all of that out before Mm -hmm. you get started. Yeah. You made, you brought up a lot of good points. Like obviously the, how I didn't even think about that, but you can just Google (laughs) like the how to's and like the nitty gritty, but there are a lot of things, like you said, little details that also come along with it. You have to brand, you have to brand the podcast. You have to name it. You have to come up with artwork, um, all these other little things that aren't necessarily L and D or podcast recording. So (laughs) absolutely. And the other, the, you also about the guest and scheduling the guests. It's like when I first started, I, I was maybe very naive and like was not organized at all. And I was like, well, I guess I'll just ask. I started just asking my friends, like people sure. that are close to me. And but very quickly got on, like, like you said, described like the hamster wheel of like, oh, my gosh, like I'm supposed to have an episode coming up and I don't have any but any um, anyone lined up and things like that. So I guess a big tip I would say if someone's considering this, they could go the way that I went and just jump in like completely unprepared. But I think your way sounds a little better. <laughs> um, and maybe even I've heard I've talked to another community of podcasters outside of L&D. And they recommended um, creating like a bank of episodes. So like, like if you're like, for instance, if someone's unemployed right now and they have the time to do it, record like 10, 15 episodes up front Mm -hmm. while you don't have any other obligations. And then you have months of material that you can release. Like that sounds a lot better to me than how I'm doing it right now, which is like, you know. We're we're recording this at like eight o'clock in the morning on a Monday because like we both have full time jobs and <laughs> like have other things to do. But um, yeah, maybe maybe getting a little more 
planned and prepared before jumping in is a good idea. <laughs> sure. And listen, I'm still recording my episodes a week before they publish. I just have like in mind who I'm going to ask next. Right. <laughs> so I'm not planning super far in advance, but that's a really good point about a bank. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that I read before I released my first episode was that you shouldn't release just one episode when you launch. You yeah. should release multiple episodes, mm-hmm. which I would have never thought of or imagined, but it just spikes your listenership so that you get a little bit more play and you have a little more interest in it, you know, because there's multiple different episodes for people to listen to and choose from. Mm-hmm. And instead of having to try it out and then wait. Um, so I released three episodes when I first launched and that was, so I planned from the time I said, okay, we're doing this. Let's talk to people. And the time I published was like a month and a half, right? Give yourself enough time to actually interview those three people. And, you know, it, it, it worked, it worked out. I mm-hmm. mean, I guess that it, it was, it was a way to do it. I'm not sure that in L and D you really need that spike in listenership because right. we're still relatively small compared to like the true crime podcast. Right, of right. The world. <laughs> right. But it is a cool idea and I think it did help a little bit to help me gain some traction. Yeah. And I, I, my, the other podcast group I was talking about had that same advice, but I had already started before. So I <laughs> too was late. like, too late. I've already <laughs> released my first three episodes and, you know, and, and, sure. and I will say, at the, you know, it is a little bit scary at the beginning. Cause you know, at first, if you have like six people listen to your first episode and that's all that's there for like weeks and weeks and weeks. And it's like, what am I doing? This is a waste of time. Nobody's listening. But I, I would have to say, if don't look at the numbers at the very beginning, because now, you know, it's been a couple months yeah. and now it's starting to pick up traction and I'm on, this will probably be episode 16 or something like that. So it just awesome. takes time and be patient and just, you know, and keep going. set up a cadence. That's super important. I remember I had a week where I didn't have anyone lined up and I was like two days away and the person I was thinking of fell through and it was just, it was about to be a nightmare. So I kind of, I reached out to my boss. I'm like, what do you think I should do? And he's like, stick to that cadence, just do a solo episode. Mm -hmm. So I ended up doing a solo episode. It wasn't the greatest, like my, my solo, nobody came to hear me talk. So my solo episodes (laughs) have less listens than the rest, which is totally fine. I'm a okay with that, Mm -hmm. but just keeping with that cadence just helped to uh, people know when to expect it. Right. And it just helps with that. It helps that number of your listens steadily go up in a nice way. I 100% agree with that. Like I try my best to post every week at the same time. And the one week that I missed it it was ultimately because I just, the guests also fell through and, um, but I did, well, actually it happened twice. And the first time it was, I put, I posted bloopers (laughs) because that was like, but that was ultimately my solution for like, well, I have to post something and I don't have a new episode yet. So, but the other time that I didn't post anything was the election week. And I was totally fine with not posting that week because that week was just like very heavy for everybody. anyway. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I guess, you know, we're talking about podcasting in general, but do you have any tips for like 
anyone looking to do like an L and D podcast specifically, like, do you think there's anything specific that people need to think about for that? I think just have an idea, a, a broad idea of the topic, right? Because I've listened to some of these L and D podcasts where, you know, it doesn't seem like there's a clear direction of what the host wants to talk about. Mm -hmm. So things can get real wonky and get Mm -hmm. really far out there. But I think you do a good job of this too, is like you have someone pick a topic when they talk to you. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what you guys are going to talk about. And I think that that's, you don't have to plan out questions, right? Cause then that kind of takes away from the natural cadence of the conversation, but to have a topic in mind is to me really important. And it's what I've done with all of my guests and said, Hey, even if it's two things, I want to talk to you about this and this, because I know that's what you're good at. Mm -hmm. And so I have the person come on and, and because like I said, if it's just a straight up interview, sometimes they get real out there and Mm -hmm. then you're listening and you're like, they're now they're talking about this one time in Florida when they were 14 (laughs) and I don't know what this has to do with L and D, but okay. You know? So I think that that's, very important for L and D is like pick a topic and it doesn't have to be the same thing and it doesn't have to necessarily, you know, you don't have to have the same, you don't have to plan questions, right. Mm -hmm. But just to have a plan. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. To have a plan for sure for the host, I have come in, I have realized that, um, as a host, you do have to be a bit flexible um, on the style of your guest because, um, yes. and and especially, you know, this maybe comes into it more when you're talking to people that you may not know very well, um, but every guest is a little bit different in how their conversation style or maybe they, they don't want to have just a conversation. They have certain talking points that they want to cover. And so, yes. um yeah. So I, I like to make sure before, like we did and and you and I did this when I, you're on mine. And when I came on your podcast is before you actually hit record and start the recorded conversation, maybe either plan a call ahead of time or before the action during the session, you can like take five or 10 minutes and talk about what we're going to talk about here and make yeah. sure the guest yeah. is comfortable um, and, and knows where this is going to go. Right. Cause I think some people for sure, some people, everyone's a little different. So that's one yeah. thing, major thing that I've learned in this process is like, you just have to be adaptable and flexible and, yes. and, and, and go the way that makes your guest feel the most comfortable. Yeah. Sometimes it's more of an interview. Sometimes it's more of a conversation. It just depends. Exactly. And I always like to, if I'm going to ask a really specific question, like, um, the pot, the episode I'm releasing tomorrow, I asked my former boss, her definition of organizational development. I completely warned her that I was going to do that because I think that's one of those things where it's kind of unfair to spring that on someone. Yeah. So if you're going to talk about something very specific or you have a specific question planned. Yeah, for sure. Share that. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, all right. Well, I think, I think, you know, we shared some behind the scenes, uh, insights here. I hope it was helpful to our listeners. Um, to sum up, if you want the actual details, like specific technical details, there's a ton of information online that you can find, but, um, yeah, but hopefully some of our L and D specific behind the scenes insights will be helpful to people. So 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if people want to find you or reach out to you yeah. after this uh, podcast airs, where can people find you? I am on LinkedIn at Heidi E. Kirby and the link to my podcast is on there too. So yes, go ahead so and find everyone, me over there. Everyone, please check out uh, the Block podcast. It is another great resource if you are looking for information on Thank L&D. You. Thanks for joining me, Heidi. I will uh, talk to you soon. Thank you.